Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info. Along with great contests, including the bracket contests, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alright folks, welcome back to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focused YouTube channel. I'm your host today and you're looking, it's not Buck, it's not Sky, it's like corporate said, you know what, we gotta bring in, you gotta bring in the C-suite for this episode. And today we got our very own Ryan on the podcast. Ryan, what's going on man, long time no talk. Yeah, it's good to see you buddy Um, and good to hear your voice of course. You know, I figured... After some technical difficulties, had to dust off the the mic and the board, feeling good, feeling refreshed. But you know, with Brady coming back, I feel like there's there's no better time than your boy to come back. I, I just had yeah. to make an entrance, you know, coming out of retirement for you. I like it, man. And listen, we're gonna break down those bucks because today's episode, what we're gonna be talking about is the latest NFC free agency news. Me and Sky broke it this down last week, but the craziest part about this March is it just keeps coming and coming and coming. Now, today we have like about 10 players or so to talk about as updates. If you haven't heard week one, me and Sky break down those last week. Me and Ryan are here to bring you some updates. But, Ryan, I'm going to throw a curveball at you real quick. There was some breaking news today, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Tyreek Hill getting traded to the Dolphins. What's your first thoughts about this for Tyreek Hill or the Chiefs? What's the first thing you think about when you hear Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins? I mean uh... – you know, I keep NFL Network on most of the day while I'm working. So obviously that's huge news. Absolutely huge news. Um, I mean, I guess I kind of like the landing spot in a way, but I mean, from a fantasy perspective, no, I, I don't like, look that, I mean, that's, that's what we're doing here. We're focused on fantasy, right? Um, I, I don't love it. Like Tua. I mean, there's a lot of options in this offense. I love Tyreek Hill, but Obviously, this is a money thing for them. They they got a, a decent amount in return for him. Uh, I think it was five picks in total. Correct me if I'm wrong there. But um, obviously, they didn't want to pay him that Devontae Adams type money. And they feel like they can get production elsewhere. So it, it's it's really interesting. I think it makes the Dolphins a much better football team, obviously. You know, they, they address the running back situation there in the offseason. And, and they still got Jalen Waddell. And who knows what will happen with Devontae Parker and Gusecki and all that but um no it's it's an interesting landing spot for sure but from he's definitely no longer a, a first round fantasy and a first round early second for me no way absolutely not i agree with that all right listen i'll get you'll get my thoughts later i'm actually doing another one of these episodes on the afc so i'll talk about tyree kill later but just want to make sure before we dive into these nfc latest and nfl news and free agency updates want to make sure everyone's subscribing across the board 
Now, between myself, Sky, Ryan, and Buck, we have like that in Jordan, we have 15,000 YouTube slash, uh, you know, Twitter handles. So listen, here's the important ones, all right? The fantasy focused YouTube channel that you're watching right now, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave comments, make sure you follow us on here. This is where we're doing all our videos. On the podcast side, if you're going for a run and you can't have that YouTube app open, you want to listen to us on the podcast side, hop on over to wherever you get your podcast for the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. If you want quick hitters and more updates on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm Fantasy Football X Factor and Bobby Lamarco on Twitter. We have Fantasy Focused on both IG and Twitter and Sky Gawasco on Twitter and at TCKPod underscore Fantasy Football on the IG side. So if there's plenty of ways to get I'm also on TikTok now. If you want to see me dancing and talking about free agency, that's basically all it is now. But I'm giving you quick snapshots throughout free agency every day on TikTok. So that's if you make sure you're helping us out. Leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review. That's enough of that. Let's get into this stuff here. And Ryan, I, I have the latest update for the Bucks. Of course, it's Leonard Fournette resigns with the Buccaneers, but I told you you get to talk about the Bucks. Tell me everything. You tell me Brady. You got Godwin back. Give me your full sense. How excited are you that you got the band back together essentially this offseason? Yeah, I mean, it's um what a roller coaster, man. Like I honestly I was at that last game. Um, I had I had great seats. I was with good friends uh in the loss against the Rams. And uh to come all the way back after such a, a piss poor performance. And come all the way back like that and then get our hearts broken in the last second by uh, Cooper Cup there and, and just terrible defense was was gut wrenching. And then to follow that up, you know, a month or two months later with the news of Brady retirement was just it was really crushing, man. Like it was very depressing down here in Tampa Bay. It's like we sucked for 15 years. You gave us this greatness and like totally changed the culture of the team. And then you just you just let us kind of left us hanging. So it. And, and now emotions are, are back up high, feeling good. Obviously, not the news we expected, but welcome. Um, then Godwin gets tagged and gets the extension through your deal. So love to see that. I mean, so you've got an, an Evans, big team player, always restructuring his contract uh, to make room for cap. So love to see that. Uh, we need Gronk back, obviously. I, I mean, we lost OJ Howard to what? The Bills. Um, Cam Brate is still in the house. Love Cam Brate, but I, I do think we need we we need Gronk back. Um, I, I like the um, the receiver signing as well from Atlanta. Uh, totally drawing a blank on the name. Uh, your boy Gage Russell Gage. There you go. Um, you know, I, I think the pieces are coming together again for the Bucks. Uh, love to see Lenny Fournette back. I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the offensive line. I'm I'm really hoping with with Brady coming back. That Ali Marpet comes out of retirement just like Brady did. Uh, so far, he's saying no. And I know they made a trade with the Pats for another um, alignment yeah. Brady is familiar with. I'm not going to pretend like I know his name off the top of my head, but Shaq Mason. I got thank you. you. Don't worry. Thank you. I knew you know, Bob. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the Bucks guy, but I knew you knew the answer. So I had no doubt. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited overall. I, I do think the, the line needs to continue to improve. We'll probably address that in the draft, but. I mean, the, the pass catchers are real. Uh, running backs are great. Um, or running back, I should say. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Rojo. But overall, very excited as a Bucks fan. Defense has made some improvements already with Logan Ryan. Uh, that's your boy. You probably know more about him than I do. So I'm excited to, to hear your thoughts on, on his addition to the defense. But overall, very excited, man. The division is weak. It is time. The Bucs are going to steamroll oh, yeah. this division. And I, I think legit chance they're playing the Rams again. 
or the Packers here in, in the NFC Championship. So I'm excited. Yeah, speaking of that weak division, the other resign we're going to talk about is Jameis Winston resigns with the Saints. Now, this is pretty much because of the Matt Ryan trade and the Mariota signing, which we'll talk on in a little bit. You know, the quarterbacks in this division do have a lot of question marks. Yes, Mar Mariota, we're excited with this pairing for Arthur Smith. Jameis Winston did show some flashes with the Saints last year. And then Sam Darnold, who knows what the Panthers are going to try to do with Darnold. But at the same time, when you're looking at Winston's re-signing, we have to remember he had no Michael Thomas. Like, all his numbers last year, his first six, first six games he played before he got hurt, he was putting up about 186 yards, two, just over two touchdowns a game, only a half interception a game. So his touchdown-interception ratio is a lot better than historically speaking. 18.7 points per game in, in quarterback uh, points per game, and that's top 15 numbers he was putting up. So that's no Michael Thomas. Let's throw in a Marcus Callaway. His leading receiver was Alvin Kamara. And listen, Alvin Kamara is a beast, and I'm not saying he's not, but it's impossible for a quarterback to be a legit fantasy asset when his best receivers are running back. Uh, ask Tom Brady with James White for years. You know, it's never going to work. So I do think that this is interesting because it's not the same situation. I know Sean Payton's gone, but with Michael Thomas now back in the fold, it's going to be the same offense. They're keeping uh, Christensen in there uh, as the uh, Pete Carmichael. Yeah, Carmichael is the OC. Pete Carmichael is now the OC for the Saints. So I think it's actually interesting that Winston could be someone who, by the way, was putting up top 15 numbers. ADP right now, QB 27. Potentially, I could see him as a solid QB2 option. So he's someone that I'm going to be looking at next year. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Jameis. Honestly, as a Bucks fan, I was like, all right, well, we got our, our Super Bowl and Brady's gone. Like, maybe we'll go back and re-sign Jameis. Like, oh. <laughs> so, VA was not having it. VA was like, no. No, I know, no, I know. Yeah. I mean, that would have been like, just like, it just would have kind of felt dirty anyway. But listen, I'm, I'm not a big Michael Thomas fan. And, and frankly, I don't, I don't think Jameis throws the prettiest slant. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that. I totally get it. But he's better than like what they had last year. I mean, oh, I yeah. know it's not. Yeah, it's definitely an improvement for him. Totally, well, get, totally agree. Let's get your thoughts, man. Marcus Mariota resigns uh, or signs with the Falcons, reunites with Arthur Smith. So, what's your two cents on Mariota's fit with Matt Ryan now at the door? I mean, to me, he's a low end QB two. Regardless, I, I still think this team is going to stink, especially with no Calvin Ridley. I mean. I'm buying Cordell Patterson. I think they're going to continue to find, yeah. find ways to get this guy the ball creatively. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's going to be throwing touchdown passes just as much as Mariota. I'm not a big Mariota guy personally. Um, so I'm, I'm not excited about it. I'm, I'm talking QB, Q, two QB league. Like, I'll take him at the end if I waited. Like, if I punted QB, uh, I will take Mariota. But, I mean, this guy, he's, there's, there's no way he's a top 20 quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is at least Arthur Smith, who coached with him in Tennessee from the time they drafted him all the way till he left, at least Arthur Smith showed some type of confidence in him to sign him, right? If he thought he was a schmuck, he wouldn't go out and get him. So I guess that's one way to look at it from a positive perspective. So that's pretty much our, our QB nuggets. All right, let's jump down to the next one. This isn't a big one. I'm going to touch on it really quick. Matt Breida, because it's my Giants. I haven't really got a chance to talk about the Giants after Brian Dayball comes in. But the one thing I will say about Matt Breda is this. Uh, the key is Matt Breda comes from Buffalo, same as Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball went out and got him. That shows me something. At least he said he believed in the kid. The other thing is Barkley has missed 20 games in the last three years. So Barkley is not a, a model of health. He cannot stay on the field. There might be a moment where Matt Breda is fantasy viable. He showed explosiveness with his time with the Bills. I know he did not end up taking on that role. 
And I'm not saying he's going to be an asset, but he's a handcuff to keep an eye on because if Barkley goes down or if they slowly – or if they limit Barkley's workload all year like they did last year, which I hope they don't. But Breida might have a couple games where he's fantasy relevant. So he's just someone to keep an eye on. He showed his uh, – the 49ers years in 2018, he was a stud. So I do think this is notable, especially because of Barkley's extensive injury history. Yeah, and 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 the fact that they – I mean, Barkley's been rumored to be potentially traded, traded you know? Yeah. So, like, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not a huge Breda guy, but um, if before we switch on the Giants, can, can I just really quick get your 10-second analysis on Logan Ryan, safety signing by the Bucks? <laughs> no, I mean, he he's another guy that has ties to Brady. I mean, this guy goes back to the Patriots, knows the Patriots' way. Uh, he's fine. He's a veteran. I think the thing is you lost um, Whitehead. Whitefield. Whitehead, sorry, Whitehead. So you needed a veteran guy back there. But at the same time, I think really it comes down to it for the Bucks. It's schematically. You guys got toasted early on in the year, and then you figured it out later. Right. So I think that having veterans back there, smart players, is better than having like the young, talented players. So I think that's a better fit for you. Fair enough. All right, let's jump down to Rashad Penny, re-signs with the Seahawks. Give us your two cents, man. This guy was a freaking stud over the last five or six weeks. Are you buying some penny this year? You get pennies on the dollar. Let's go for it. Dude, I am a penny truther. I'm a penny believer. I actually own several shares of this guy in Dynasty. I've always believed in the talent. And it was good to see him get a true opportunity and, and really seize that. I don't know what the current contract situation is with Chris Carson. I know he's banged up. Uh, so if yeah. you can maybe shed some light on that. But but player-wise, like honestly, man, I, I think this guy has the skill set to be a top 12 fantasy running back. And to me, I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do in the draft. I'm curious to see what they do at the quarterback position. But overall, I think this is a guy that you're probably going to draft in the third round. That's uh, a real starting running back that could prove top 12 value there. So, I, I mean, I'm buying, but I'm curious to see how he how he creeps up that ADP as we get closer to draft season. Absolutely. And I think the, the fact that Chris Carson is still under contract is going to hold down his ADP. So I think you're going to get an opportunity to get both these guys potentially in the sixth to eight, eighth round range at worst. Um, and then maybe you could draft both and see what happens. That's it's been a, it's been a thing we've talked about all seasons. The ambiguous back is a way to find RB steals. So we'll talk about that more. All right. Next one's quick one. Zach Pascal. The reason why I just want to talk about this. Number one is familiar with Nick Sirianni from his days with the Colts. But the thing I like about it, he provides them another end zone, a red zone threat. So last year, Dallas Goddard, when they got into the red zone, everyone doubled Dallas Goddard. And they, he only had two end zone targets the whole season. Dallas freaking Goddard. And that means Devonta Smith was supposed to. And Smith, he's a nice player, but doesn't really come off as the big physical guy that can win in those contested areas in the red zone. So he didn't really do that much. But it's really outside of Smith. It's the other weapons. Rager and Watkins, six end zone targets, zero touchdowns. Last season, Zach Pascal had three touchdowns in the same area. So I think it just gives them another weapon in a different part of the field that they needed. A guy that's a willing blocker because he comes from the Colts scheme that Nick Sirianni runs. So I think this is a, that's why it's a nice fit. Maybe a little, maybe a little needle mover for Jalen Hurts and that run game just a little bit. But I just want Rager off the field. Tired of seeing him on the field anyway. Yeah, that that's that's my thoughts exactly, man. I, I think this is a, a good football move by the Eagles, but there's not a lot of fantasy meat on the bone here. Um, yeah. but, but I like it for the Eagles. Eagles fans should be happy with this. I mean, he, he showed some flashes for sure. And, and Jalen Rager stinks. 
Yeah, no, terrible. And the other thing I find interesting is the Eagles haven't done anything this whole offseason. So uh, this is the first non-re-signing they've done. So, hey, a little, little, little extra for you. But before we go on to the next guy, let's take a quick commercial break. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, Carafactor, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with Carafactor. Carafactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger-looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Care Factor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.mykerefactor.com. Carefactor, skincare for hair. All right, Ryan, let's jump down to the next guy. You just brought him up. Talk to us a little bit about Cordell Patterson re-signing with the Falcons. I mean, I think it's a, a, a great move by them. I mean, th- they figured out how to use this guy better than anyone else in the NFL has. So um, the guy's electric. I know he slowed down a little bit down the stretch for you, but this guy was on a lot of fantasy championship rosters, uh, a couple of mine included. So this is a guy you got as a free agent in the fantasy world. Um Really, besides Pitts, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Bob. He's the only playmaker on the field for this team. Uh, I mean, I don't understand what happened over the last few weeks. I they just stopped giving him the ball. Like the only thing there was a soundbite from Arthur Smith. He's like, he's been doing everything for us, so we had to dial him back. It's like I understand maybe because the season was lost, and they're like maybe they thought they're going to bring him back. So maybe that's what it was. But. You know, we'll see, man. I mean, I, I like – you're right, though. He definitely was fantastic. But it was just super weird how they just completely just dialed back his touches. Yeah, I mean, that's a mistake. The guy's electric. We we saw what, what what happens when they find a way to get him the ball creatively. Like, do it again. It worked. I think – I agree. I think this is the thing about Cordell Patterson is I don't – I wonder where his ADP is going to fall. We can look that up for the end of the show. But at the same time, like, he was so good like the first half of that season. And even probably through week 12, it seemed like he was very, he was like an RB one. It just seems a little weird. Maybe because I hope it's the reasoning behind it was that season was done. And they're like, right. we're not going to keep, he's 31 years old. We're not going to run him into the ground. All right. My next guy is actually one of my favorite sleeper signings of the whole offseason. It's James Washington signing with the Dallas Cowboys. So Washington, a former second round pick has, he joined the Steelers at the worst time in 2018. Uh, he joins the team. He was behind a couple guys. In 2019, Big Ben gets hurt. Then he had to deal with post-injury Big Ben in 2020 and 2021, playing along De- Deontay Johnson, Juju, and Chase Claypool. He now signs with the Dallas Cowboys, who are vacating 165 targets from just Cedric Wilson and Mari Cooper alone. Gallup will, should, might be ready for week one, but he will not be 100% based on pro football doc. So he might have a slower start, which means that you can see James Washington in two receiver sets right off the bat, and I like that a lot. He had over a 700-receiving-yard season with Duck Hodges and, and Mason Rudolph back in 2019 before they signed Chase Clay, uh, uh, drafted Chase Claypool. So this guy has shown he could play a little bit, has that draft pedigree you like to see in a guy. He could be someone you buy really cheap in Dynasty, 
and could have something. You could get probably a third round pick for him, and he probably does something for you early on this season. Yeah, all right, I let's think show. Super sneaky. I like it, Bob. Yeah. All right, Big Bob Tanya back with the Packers. Packers decided to break. They said we don't need Devontae Adams. We got Robert Tanyan to resign. So, Ryan, explain to the people why Robert Tanyan is the most important signing for the Packers this offseason. I mean, it's it's Rogers' guy. I just, <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh at the uh, Devontae Adams situation. Just insane to me. I, wow. I, that, that blew my mind. This offseason has been very entertaining. I'm loving it so far. It's it's very motivating to get back and talk football this early in the offseason. But. Um, yeah, I know uh, in, injury was a concern last year, but this guy can get it done. Um, I'm, I'm a fan. I think he's kind of a lock for a top 10 tight end this year, assuming he stays healthy. Um, I don't invest too heavily in tight ends in, in fantasy drafts. Typically, I made the mistake of, of taking pits too early last year. I bought into the hype. Um, didn't necessarily work out that great. Um, but... Um, I think he's a top 10 lock for sure. I think this is a, a great signing by the Packers. And and really, there's there's not a lot of options there right now. We'll see what they red do in the draft. With Devontae Adams, his targets are, of course, big, but his red zone usage was huge. Mm-hmm. And you got a guy like Tanyan, who just two years ago was just dominant in the red zone. So I agree with you. It's not going to be pretty. It might be like three for 30 and one every week, but God, that's fantastic for fantasy football. So we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's jump down to my last one here, and it's more of just general information about the Panthers, and they're really investing in that interior offensive line. The Panthers signed Bradley Bozeman, who's like one of the better centers from, according to PFF, from the Ravens. This is on top of adding Austin Corbett, who comes from the Rams. Both guys are both well, you know, above average when it comes to blocking grades. Why is this important, though? The Panthers are thirty-first in PFFs postseason grades meaning in january they revisited all the line grades they were 31st so they needed to do something with the interior offensive line bradley bozeman of course pff number 11 center fifth in pass blocking matt paradis who he's replacing was 28th in that metric so this is good news for darnold have some protection up front austin corbett pff's number 22 guard the other two guards on the roster last year outside the top 70 so just some investment good news for cmc if he stays around but mostly sam darnold you know, protecting him up that middle of the, the A-gap. Well, good news for him, I think. So I think that could be a boost to them. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, they have Terrace Marshall. They do have some guys to, uh, tremble at tight end. So they have the weapons. They just need the protection for maybe for Darnold. Maybe he turns things around in 2022. Uh, uh, before we, Yeah, go ahead. Real quick, I, I'm curious. Are you buying CMC this year? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sweating CMC. It just... My thing is, I'm not. I have to see where his uh, ADP is right now. So what I've been using, I've been tracking best ball ADP since the beginning of free agency. CMC has gone up to third, so he's a top three pick. So I probably still take him um, in that range. I think. I was gonna say I see, I see him falling to four, but I mean I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm still drafting him. I think. Well, so the just the, I guess you know what? Why not? This is our show. We just go for it. We don't have to stay off script, off the cuff about CMC. My thoughts are simple. When you're looking at CMC, he offers a different level of upside. And the Panthers, yes, he hasn't been able to stay healthy, but this new coaching staff has said, we want to give him the ball when he's healthy. He gets the big-time touches. Last season, he still was getting over 20 points per game in half-point PPR. Every time he was on the field healthy, playing full allotment of snaps, he just doesn't get on the field enough. And as awesome as Austin Eckler was last year, he still averaged 19.5 points per game in half-point PPR, and that's when he had all the pass game work, all the touchdowns. He just doesn't touch the ceiling of CMC, so I'm still probably going to take 
CMC over a guy like Eckler. The problem is I, at 101, I'm probably going to take the, the JT. Matty Ice coming in, that security veteran. Uh, I mean, behind that offensive line, I'll probably still take JT, but I think I might take him at two. What's your thoughts on the top three? I'll probably take, uh, you know, I'm a Florida State guy. I'll probably take Dalvin at two. Um, mm. that, that's my guy. I, and, and I still love Derrick Henry. So uh, I think you could make a case. But, yeah, I'll probably take CMC personally at three uh, and, and Henry at four. But, man, I love me some JT. Yeah. So, listen, we're going to answer some questions. We've got a couple questions on here. But before we do, we have uh, one last sponsor, our latest one, Athletic Greens. So we're excited for our new partnership with Athletic Greens. So after this commercial break, me and Ryan will answer your questions before we head out. For the- Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits in a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial flavoring. Claim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D with five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food or Drug Administration. These products are not intended to be diagnosed, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. I got to talk to Sky about that, Eddie. I got to be like, you got to see those really quick. Like, hey, FDA is not approved this way. People people don't want to know that you got to go through that quick. So we may have to re-record that one. But that's, there you go. Athletic Greens, we're excited for our new sponsor. That's pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, we want to make sure that certain things haven't been approved. We say it nice and slow so you actually know what we're saying. All right, let's talk about some things. We already brought this up, Steve, in the beginning. If you're still on with us, Steve, we've actually talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but how we feel about the Dolphins' weapons. Listen, Parker, it sounds like he might be out the door because they have Wilson they brought in. They have, uh, you know, Waddle and then Tyreek. My thing is it's overcrowding, right? I mean, I just think Tua, for what it's worth, is not going to be able to spread the – but they're not going to be a high-volume passing offense. The 49ers have never been a high-volume passing offense. I think the hope is that you put Tyreek Hill in the Debo-type role maybe, but Debo got a lot of his work as a runner. I don't think you could put Tyreek Hill in the backfield and run him like Debo. Um, Maybe Waddle. But what's your thoughts on that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at why Tua was successful in college, he had a lot of speed around him, fast team, right? Um, so I I think if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm pumped, oh, right? Yeah. Like this is like a super awesome move. There's a lot of talent on this team, and I believe in the defense as well. So uh, I still think it was an idiotic move to fire Flores. Uh, I, I don't understand that at all. They were playing good football. Um, mm. but yeah, I mean, if, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm, I'm excited about this for sure. But just from a fantasy perspective, I'm, I'm with Bob. Um, I'll, I'll still, I'll, I will still draft some of these players, but there's a lot of mouths to feed there for sure. Yeah. All right. The other question comes is Barkley as he's an undrafted free agent next year. Are they going to bring him back as a Giants fan? I just don't see it. I mean, Brian Dayball, this whole organization did not draft Barkley and, 
listen, this is his showcase year. He's got to showcase that he could stay healthy. And honestly, if he plays a full 16-17 game season, maybe things change. But until that time, they're not going to invest a lot of money in Barkley. And Barkley is a shiny toy. And there's going to be a team that will probably evaluate him and say, you know what, he's the missing piece at running back that could take us over the top. And it also it depends. Does Daniel Jones take the next step? How good are the Giants this year? If the Giants are a dumpster fire in their first year with Dayball, they're not going to use the luxury, uh, put money into a running back position when they have so many other pieces to fill. But let's say the Giants compete for the division. Let's say they win the division. It depends on the outcome, too. Maybe they feel that they could keep Barkley. They were a big, that was their centerpiece, and then things changed. But as of today, I'm going to say no. What's your thoughts, Ryan? Yeah, I don't think they bring him back either. Um, I, I just, I don't see it with the Giants, man. I, I haven't seen it with the Giants in a long time, honestly. I, I know that hurts to hear as a Giants fan, but it, that's a, a realization that you've already come to yourself. <laughs> so emotionally, yeah, I, I just, yeah, dude, the running back position, man, is is so interesting. You you can get such young, talented players uh, on the cheap, and it's like to me, if 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 they're rebuilding, and and I don't necessarily believe that's with Daniel Jones. Uh, we'll see after this year, but. You know, why why spend all that money on a running back? That to me it's it's not worth it. There's plenty of young talent out there for for way less money. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, that was that was our first I think that was our first one on one episode that we've done together. So the, hey, look at us, huh? Things were running smooth, good stuff. Ryan, thank you for joining again. This once again was the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel. I'm your host, Bobby Marco. That's Ryan. All our podcasts are part of the Believe Podcast Network and brought to you by AG. Once again, thanks for joining us, guys. I'll be back later to talk some AFC free agents. And later this week, maybe I'll break down some of the most available, best available free agents still out there. Jarvis Landry's still out there, folks. Where is he going to go? We'll talk more about that. Once again, I'm Bobby. We're out of here. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.